Welcome to Podcast at Boatwright. I am Lucretia McCulley, Director of Outreach Services at Boatwright Library. Our author today is Sharon Feldman, Professor of Spanish and Catalan Studies and Chair of the Department of Latin American and Iberian Studies. Professor Feldman is the author of a new book, In the Eye of the Storm, Contemporary Theater in Barcelona. Barcelona is presently experiencing the most dynamic period in its modern theater history. This book describes some of the crucial moments and backstories, as well as some of the theater companies and playwrights that have shaped the theatrical life of the city of Barcelona and the aftermath of the Franco dictatorship. Sharon, thank you for joining us today. And to start off our conversation, what inspired you to write on this particular topic? Well, as a child and on through grad school, I was heavily involved in um, music, specifically orchestral performance in both the States and in France. And I think that somehow it fueled my love of the theater and the performing arts in general. But I've been especially interested since grad school in political theater in its many shapes and forms and in the relationship between theater and oppression. And I think I tend to choose research topics that are slightly off the beaten path, so to speak, or that are slightly daring or edgy in one way or another, um, because I'm most interested in writing about theater practitioners who are forging new inroads in their fields. So my first book was on a playwright who was censored during the time of the Franco dictatorship. Um, he was bilingual, exiled in France throughout most of his career, and scarcely known in Spain, the country of his birth. Uh, Agustin Gomez Arcos was his name, and in working on that first project, I developed an interest in the censorship of works of art, which I think in a way led me quite naturally to the Catalan-speaking lands, um, which represent an area of Spain where the struggle against oppression has spanned several centuries, and in some ways has become a way of life. And so in 1994, shortly after the Olympic Games, I began carrying out research in Barcelona, which, as you may know, is the cultural capital of Catalonia. And I was actually sent there for an entire summer to direct a study abroad program on behalf of the University of Kansas, where I was on the faculty. And I arrived in Barcelona with very little knowledge of the Catalan theater scene, let alone the language. I sort of had an inkling of what was going on there because I was vaguely familiar with some of the Catalan companies that are well known um, for their brand of what's called visual theater, but not much more. Um, and at first I had no idea that in the realm of text-based drama a kind of renaissance was taking place, which had begun in the late 1980s. And so that summer I began studying the Catalan language and I attended several plays. And I found myself suddenly immersed in a theater scene that was wonderfully rich and vibrant and um, multidimensional and greatly influenced by Europe and even Latin America, especially Buenos Aires, and very underexposed and very undervalued by the English-speaking world. And I felt as though I was standing on, on a beach watching this huge wave that was beginning to crash upon the shore, and I wanted to catch that wave. Catalan playwrights and other theater artists had been engaged in a, a struggle um, to recover their theatrical life since Franco's death in 1975, and by the 1990s, they had finally arrived at what one of my playwright friends calls the promised land. And it was very inspiring, and, and for me, writing about this significant moment in Catalan theater history, especially in English, also seemed a necessity. And so, over time, I attended hundreds of plays and began to acquire an insider's view of the Barcelona theater scene 
and its very stormy climate, which is in part why I titled the book In the Eye of the Storm. Well, thank you. That's fascinating. And since you've spent a lot of your research time in Barcelona, have you received any reaction to the book in Spain? Um, yes. Um, well, writing about a living subject is always an interesting experience. And many playwrights and directors in Barcelona contributed to my research, in, I would say, in countless ways. And some of them have already read the book. One of them told me that he literally inhaled it in one sitting. And, and I think that, that for some of them, it's been uh, like the experience of looking in a mirror, perhaps a distorted mirror in some cases, because I would never expect them to agree with everything that I've said about them and their work. But it has been gratifying for me to receive over the course of the past couple of months their positive and generous comments, um, especially because they've helped remind me of the real reasons as to why I wrote the book in the first place, because of my deep admiration of them and uh, their creative work and their struggles, and because of my own sense of necessity with regard to the importance of validating their work and helping to give them the exposure outside Spain, or even outside Catalonia for that matter, that they deserve. All right, coming back here to University of Richmond, how did students contribute to the development of this book? Well, the most obvious answer to your question is that one of my former students, Margaret Elizabeth Perry, who was actually president of West Hampton College when she was here, um, is also a wonderful photographer. And while she was studying abroad in Spain, she took the photo that was used on the jacket cover. And in addition, over the years, I've often used the classroom as a testing ground for many of the contemporary plays that I touch upon in the book, where they're available in Spanish, that is. Um, and so, for instance, there's one playwright in particular by the name of Luisa Cunier, whose work is profiled in the book, and the reception of her plays has been somewhat divided. Um, there are those who praise her theater and her talents and others who say that what she's written, or, or at least what she wrote during the earlier part of her career, is really about nothing, and that it's not theater. <laughs> and um, this is because of the way she deals with the everyday, with scenes of everyday life. And I would say that I really did discover Cunier alongside my students, reading her plays with them and listening to their feedback, and that my students helped me to develop my ideas about her writing, and more importantly, um, to develop a deep appreciation of, um, of what she's been doing. And, and so I'm very grateful for that. Well, that sounds like a, a great collaboration with, with them. Well, how would you envision undergraduate students using the book for their study and research? I suppose the book may be of use to students in my classes on Spanish and Catalan theater, um, or in the many classes that the Department of Latin American and Iberian Studies offers that touch on various aspects of contemporary Spain, its cultural history, um, literature, theater politics, society. And we also have many students who are planning to study abroad in Barcelona. And so I would hope that the book might give them some insight with regard to the cultural life of the city and, and that they might even use it as a guide when and if they decide to go to the theater. All right. Well, very good. Maybe some faculty and staff can use <laughs> it for that reason, too. <laughs> <laughs> and last of all, how did library services support you in writing this book? Well, when I arrived at Richmond, I was really pleasantly surprised to find that the library has very good holdings in terms of basic Catalan literary histories and Spanish theater histories, which were really essential to my research. And in addition, and as always, the interlibrary loan staff was extremely helpful to me in obtaining some of the necessary bibliography for the book, and I'm very grateful for their assistance. 
All right, well, thank you, Dr. Feldman, for your conversation today. In the Eye of the Storm, Contemporary Theater in Barcelona is available in Boatwright Library and it is on sale in the University Bookstore. You've been listening to Podcasts at Boatwright with Lucretia McCauley. Our guest today was Dr. Sharon Feldman. Editing and production was performed by Andy Morton. Visit Boatwright Library on the web at library.richmond.edu.